All right, good morning, everybody. Mike Courtney here, Mass Mutual Eastern PA, brokerage director, lover of all things whole life and mutual companies and all that good stuff. I'm joined with, joined by, I should say, Steve Parisi from IBC Global, uh, one of my, you know, best and brightest partners out there and collaborators. Steve, how's everything going today? Fantastic, Mike. I, I share your passion. I am also a lover of whole life insurance and finance, and I can talk about it all day long. <laughs> oh, yeah. But good up here. It's a humid day. I was struggling this morning, but I'm good. I know. I yeah. know. We're both there. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about your agent training portal. Um, maybe to kick us off, if you could give me just a you know, kind of a 10,000 foot overview of what that system looks like, who accesses it, how it works. We don't have to get into nitty gritty, you know, what the fees are, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, you, you rolled that out somewhat recently. Uh, yeah. December. Three, four months ago. Yeah. December uh, 2020, actually. So about nine, 10 months oh, ago. Oh, all right. So way longer than that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so how's it going versus what expectations were and, you know, kind of where does that stand? Yeah, it's it's going quite well. I mean, it took us several years to, to develop it. A lot of virtual training on there, whether it's on building a business, industry knowledge. Um, I've got the weekly mastermind calls that I, I run personally. It's going well. I'm definitely happy with it, um, just with the amount of time it took to, to get it up and running. But in respect to uh, your question, like, what is it? Like, what's it do if you're an agent, if you're in the financial services business is what it is meant to do is equip agents with industry knowledge. And that can, it goes very, very specific as far as the life insurance industry, whole life insurance products, different companies, how to work with software. So all the knowledge needed and then how to effectively communicate it to their prospects, to their clients, and that really has to do with sales, marketing, practice management. Like we've got the technical aspect, which was my background. So there's a lot in there. But then also like how we've how we've grown as a company. A lot of people always ask us, like, how do you at IBC Global do that? And we have it all in that training system. And you've got a, a lot of our company as a resource as well. So really one, taking in the knowledge and it's always constant. We're always adding to it. And then two, properly communicating it and then applying the things you learn and actually building your business, working with your, your partners or staff, whoever it might be. That makes sense. What are the um, mastermind calls? <clears throat> Good question. So the mastermind calls each week are a different topic. Sometimes they're very, very technical where subscribers or people enrolled in the system will reach out and say, hey, I'm struggling with working the software with Mass Mutual and Guardian. I've got this particular case. I've got a 1035 exchange. The MEC limits are different. Very technical stuff, as I, as I mentioned that. So we'll walk through in a very fine detail. Here's what you ran up against. Here's some things you can do to make the case work. But then here's th some things you can do to make sure you do not lose from a competitive standpoint. Here are riders to attach with this particular company and product. So it's very flexible for the for the uh, for the client. So for example, do they know, hey, do the do, do the advisors know what they're getting into when they get on the call, or is it just like a standing Wednesday call? Here's what we're, you know, and then when they get on, it's like we're gonna talk through these things. 
Yeah, they know in advance. So the day of, we will announce the topic. So a message goes out or an email goes out to everyone that subscribes to the system saying today's topic is, but whatever the topic is, that's a technical detail or if it's on how to effectively market your business or get more clients, which is <laughs> a need for everyone. Um, that's known. That's made known in advance. And then we also have Q&A throughout the whole session. And the questions a lot of times are not on the, the particular topic because that's really like part of the program is me running those calls on Wednesdays where a lot of people have questions for me, whether it's on the, the technical aspects of the life insurance industry or if it's on business building, marketing. Like the, uh, we get a lot of questions on our YouTube videos, like how do you put them together? Hey, I'm trying to do it in this way. Should I do it in this way, you know, in a different way? And I'll just kind of coach them through to the best of my ability, just from what I've learned thus far and the mentors I've learned from, as far as how to put content together really based on you. Like don't what you don't want to do is try and copy me or copy someone else because you see them successful at a certain avenue. A lot of people get stuck there. Um, but that's just one example. Are you finding some of those folks starting to network together from those? Like, I would think if I'm on a call like that and, you know, on a, on a weekly basis, at some point you're going to develop some kind of rapport or find someone interesting who's asking questions or providing feedback. Like, do you, do you see those, pe those people starting to get together and network? We, we do. And we've got a community board, which is kind of like a, a Facebook group in the system as well. So there's a, lo a lot of back and forth that goes on there. But yeah, definitely. And that's where you're going to get ideas too, frankly, by just collaborating with each other, you know, seeing what others are doing. Hey, that's a better way than I presently do it now. Let me incorporate that into my current model to to save save a year of time because it would have took me that long to figure it out, figure it out by myself. Are you finding, you kind of mentioned this, but are are you, I, want, I want to be clear on this. Are you finding advisors who, um, you know, like a lot, a lot of your content, especially at the beginning, a lot of your content was like so laser focused on um, whole life policy design, yeah. cash value accumulation, how to maximize that, how to work with, um, you know, kind of the nuances of some of these um, mutual companies that, that we spend most of our day working with. But as you've increased your footprint as far as the content and as your organization has grown, are you finding advisors finding you who are looking for more kind of core practice management, core marketing and sales strategies, systems development, um, you know, the, the things that your organization and your team does really well. And I know, you know, you have content around that. Are you starting to see some of that develop where it could be an advisor who's much more focused on uh, the investment side of the yeah. house and wealth accumulation and things of that nature? I mean, could, could really get a lot out of something like this, right? Yeah. So specifically, are we getting more people that are, are more interested in building a business and, and growing it? Not so business much. Business development and marketing and yeah. Not so much just reaching out, hey, Steve, help me design this policy for maximum cash value and I can't figure this out. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we have. Well, I mean, there. I would say not to cut you off, but I would oh. say, say two years ago, most of the advisors who 
found you were probably very specifically looking for yeah. cash accumulation strategies. Yep. Whereas I would imagine that advisors and business owners could be finding you now who are looking to grow their businesses and looking for a fresh voice and looking for some fresh ideas and, you know, looking for a bunch of different things that yeah. maybe don't have all that much to do with cash accumulation. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. And the answer to the question is yes, we are getting more people in the industry. So people just looking to, to grow their business, whether they do just life insurance or a combination of life insurance and some other investments, whether it's annuities or, or wealth management, whatever it might be. And then we do get some people, they don't subscribe to the system, but I mean, I've, I've noticed this, that aren't in the industry, they're entrepreneurs, business owners, but it's the it's the same thing. Like how I've learned a lot of this stuff. I didn't. I don't. I do learn a lot on my own by making mistakes every day. But how I've figured a lot of this out is by working with people way ahead of me, getting ideas from them, and then applying it to my business. So just through experience in coaching people, whether it's on marketing, whether it's on business development, we do get a lot of people that aren't even in the industry. You know, the financial services industry, maybe they sell, I don't know, cupcakes. I'm just making that up. Yeah. But they're applying the same thing. So we are getting that, that if that answers your question. Yeah, absolutely. I, I found that, especially now, you know, this business, the financial services business, I feel like has shifted so that um, it's become so independent and it really makes it hard for people to, to recruit new advisors into the business. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, there's, I work out of a mass mutual agency, you know, there's companies like New York Life and The Guardian and, and um, Northwestern that are, you know, kind of old fashioned mutual career agency systems where, you know, they have a platform where they could bring young advisors in and train them and assign them to, to teams with more experienced advisors to work with. But if you don't have something like that in place and you're an independent advisor, and even if you have a solid business, you know, you're really kind of flying around on your own. And uh, you need, I don't know, I've been there before. You need help. You need help to get to the next level. Sometimes you need help. A lot of times folks get into, into a business like this and they start with kind of mom and pop or um, flimsy systems, whether it's for tracking business or yeah. marketing. And then as you grow, uh, you're kind of stuck with that. Yeah. And it really becomes a problem as far as, um, uh, you, you know, you're just totally overwhelmed. But other than just, you know, hiring an assistant and saying, hey, you got to handle all this stuff for me. I don't know um, do. It's hard to step away from that and make yeah. good decisions about how to really transact business efficiently and how to make best use of your time and make sure that you're not wasting a lot of time on administration. What I found I was always doing was gravitating towards easy administrative tasks yeah. and thinking that I was busy and effective when um, really I wasn't spending enough time on the real core stuff and things that it takes to, to grow your business. Yeah, no, I, I that was for, a lot. No, no, that's helpful. Thanks for mentioning that because as far as kind of being an independent business for people involved in it, 
It is. Like if you look at industry statistics. You're on your own. You are. Like look at the statistics. People in the industry, the life insurance and financial services industry, if you were to take a group of 100 people, the average is that about eight people are going to survive actually make a, a career, a living out of the industry. The other 92, 92% fail out, looking at the statistics. Yeah. And, and the reason for that, I think there's multiple reasons, but the number one reason is a lack of activity, prospecting, because if you were to go to any of the systems you mentioned, like a Northwestern, a Mass Mutual, a Guardian, a New York Life, do you, do you, as a new agent, get any leads from there? Anyone to go, hey, call this person, they're interested? No, nothing. What you're coached on, what you typically start with, is you go to an agency, you're given what's called a Project 100 or 200, fill out your friends, family, a big list of people to go contact, which is extremely uncomfortable. I did that when I first got into it, hated it. I'm like, I don't wanna go try and sell these people. I don't even know what I'm talking about because I'm new in the business and you're trying to get me to do this elevator pitch to sound like what I know, what I know what I'm talking about. I'm not confident, like I'm not gonna do it. Um, and I didn't do it, I resisted it. But that's a big reason why, in my opinion, so many people fail as far as the eight out of 100 actually making it not enough activity. And to get activity, you have to be comfortable or you've got to have a network, someone you can go to and, and talk about financial services, your new business that are going to listen to you, or you can present it in a manner that you're going, going to attract them. It's difficult to do. So, and this kind of goes back to the training platform, what we spend a lot of time on this, because this was something I struggled with. I hate trying to go and awkwardly approach someone to sell them something they don't care about or they don't they don't have the awareness around right now. Maybe they don't know they need it or want it, but I hate it. Like if someone tries to do it to me, like I'm not interested in it, like don't try and sell me on that. So who you will attract, like with our marketing, I talk about the things, uh, we did this a lot in the beginning, that I really like to talk about, like our policy design, right? And you and I were talking about this beforehand, if you were to survey 90, 100% of everyone who goes on YouTube on, on online to research cash value life insurance, 99.9% are probably going to look at the content we put to, put out there and say, who cares? Like with policy design, like look at this nerd going to every detail about a whole life insurance policy. <laughs> An hour long YouTube video about policy you know, loans yeah. <laughs> and whole life insurance riders. Yeah. But the thing is, like that is something I thoroughly enjoy, going into the details, how to maximize the IRR, looking at the actual data, and that attracts a certain audience that likes that kind of stuff. And then you and I look at you know, someone else that's you know in the same field or a different business that you, you look at and you, you think, man, they're, like, they're not given any value. They're just blowing smoke, they're just presented whatever, but... Oh. That's how that's how we view it, but a different audience looks at it and it resonates with them. Whatever said, maybe it's a tonality, whatever it might be, they see it and they say, "Hey, that's the person I want to work with." Yeah. And the thing is, what so many people try to do is they see someone successful, and maybe this is a pride or ego thing. Instantly think, "I could do better than that. I know more than that guy. I'm going to go out and try and prove him wrong, or do it this way, or do what they're doing. I'm going to copy him, but make it better." And when you do that, you're getting away from you. 
So you're going to attract the people that that naturally are going to be attracted to you. Like when I coach new agents and they're trying to start with marketing, what I'll start with, I'll say, hey, just tell me who your top top client is. Top three if you want to give more than one, but let's start with one, two max. And what I ask for is not based on the amount of money they pay in, but someone that you spoke with and they just got it. Like you guys clicked, they're sharing stories with you. Maybe, you know, you've got a, a similar family story, whatever it might be. But you had that conversation and you can tell me that story right off. It just flows off the tip of your tongue. That in your marketing is what you want to talk about because now you'll go and attract more people like that. But what so many people try to do is get into a field that they're not an expert in or talk about something they're not comfortable with. And you, you're just, you know, people can tell when you're making stuff up. Um, you know, stick stick to the fastball. Um, you, you know who Les Brown is? No. Mot- the motivational speaker. Okay. Uh, I heard him, he was talking about a, uh, an owner of a baseball team. A guy bought a baseball team that was in the dumps, not good at all. And he bought it, he goes to the pitcher, and he goes to the pitcher, hey, what's your best throw? And the pitcher's like, oh, I got a good fastball, a good curveball, my slider's okay. I don't know all the pitches. I didn't play baseball. (laughs) But the owner said, okay, thanks. What is your best throw then? The best throw though. And the pitcher goes, I have to say it's my fastball. And the owner of the team goes, work on that and nothing else this year. And then the next year they're in the World Series. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I always, uh, you know, I've been with, as you know, I've been with Mass Mutual almost 10 years. And I always felt like, when they would try to dabble in some ancillary product or area and market that and get us to, I'm not going to talk about anything specific. I don't want to blast, blast the company. I love them, but you know, we are, we sell a lot of whole life yeah. and Stick we are it. a whole life manufacturer and that's what we're good at. Yeah. And when I've been most successful when I'm talking to financial advisors about whole life, and disability. When I try and play with anything else, uh, it's just not what, you know, it's not where I'm strong. Yeah. Yeah. Stick to your guns. Like that's the big thing. And people are like, oh, there's so much other opportunity. Like you need to become the expert in your particular space, what you're very good at, where like no one's going to come in, no one can doubt your credibility, anything like that. And then you can begin to expand somewhere else. Or if you really want to be smart, don't try and do that. Bring someone else in to do that kind of stuff. That's an expert like you are in your particular field. So, so important. And I can go go on and on about this um, because there's so much value. But the point, <laughs> the point that I, I really want to make is in the coaching and training piece, like that's that's the kind of stuff we we do talk about during the mastermind calls. We've got some video training. The one-on-one training, we I'm selective with that. And it's not because I want to be selective as far as who I work with. It's just from a time standpoint, it's it's challenging. Um, so I've got to budget the time right. And then we, we've got to charge for it just so I can actually make sense of it from a business standpoint. But um, yeah, I mean, it's you can do so much, but it's just knowing knowing what's around you and sticking to your guns. Don't try and do something else. Where can where can folks find the uh, information about the training or how it works? Yeah, so we're training a ILS Agent Academy. Um, you can just 
Google search that, it'll pop right up. It's also on our website, IBC Global. You'll see a section for agents. Um, if you go to anything, you know, where you see me or our primary company, IBC Global, you will see information on ILS if you're an agent. All right, great. Yeah. All right, thanks for the info, Steve. Everybody, you. Uh, you know, if you're interested in any of this, Steve just gave you all the, you know, all the information you need as far as um, how to find his company, whether it's IBC or how to find the, the training. Uh, if you want to talk about Mass Mutual, you want to talk about whole life, disability, or uh, I guess any of those ancillary things that I claim not to do very well, feel free to reach out to me, Mike Courtney, and I promise that I will do well with those things. You but will. You just did extremely they'll be, they'll well. Be, they'll be yeah. one-offs. Oh, on that case um, we were talking about. <laughs> that was helpful. Other than Thank that, you. Steve, have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. I'll probably talk to you 50 times in between them, but uh, have a good one. Sounds good. You as well. Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks, guys. All right.